Yeah, what he said. We are at the beautiful DGC tonight, of course, uh, really looking forward uh, to the Rocket Mortgage Classic that will be back here in the Motor City uh, July 28th through the 31st. Uh, BC, Mike Fade, Jordan Young, uh, Mike Parsons, our engineer. And I'll tell you what, BC, yes. the golf gods were listening to you last week. One of the we things that you said it. last week is you said you wanted lower scores. I'll tell you what, enter the Byron Nelson. We saw some lower scores. There's no doubt about that. How about a couple of 61s the last couple of days? That's no big deal. No, 61. Go out and get it done. But uh, how about K.H. Lee getting it done? 26 under wins the tournament. One stroke over Spieth. And uh, what was it? A couple strokes over... uh, a couple other guys, and, and hey, you wanted low, you wanted low scores. We saw him. Yeah. How about a guy that makes the cut on the number and then almost wins? Yeah. With Shoffley. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you see his front nine today? Mm-hmm. I mean, he had no fives, nine threes, and a two. Oh, the two was on a par four. Yeah. No Jeez. big deal. 61. I mean, now that's cool. I mean, I think that that's what the product should be right there. Mm-hmm. Not Did you this. guys see the course? The course was just burnt out, firm, fast, Bermuda. You could see tire marks where carts were driving. It was all burnt out. Even around the greens, it was all burnt out. Yeah, it's been 100. uh, It's 100 down there. It was hot. It was fast. And those guys love it when it's like that. Han shot a 61 yesterday. And Mike, as you mentioned, Xander with a 61 today. And uh, I I don't know. To me, BC, I'll go back to what you said last week. I like watching that because that's something that losers like me could only dream of. I want to watch <laughs> these guys be the dominant players that they are. I, I want to see him just fire at every flag. Yeah. I mean, I want to see some talent being unleashed. I mean, I mean, to me, they're going to struggle next week and then they're going to struggle at the U S open and then whatever at St. Andrews. But you know, watching that carnage in person at Bay Hill and it's like, this kind of stinks. I don't want to see these guys do. I I don't want to see these guys do it. I mean, some people like that, but hey, it's I a really good like mix, right? You have to have a mix. I have no problem <sighs> with the mix of it. Some places it's always low. I mean, heck, some some guys shot seventeen under and they finished t twenty five. I don't even know what the cut was. It was probably about five, five. or six under. It was um, five. You shoot four under, you went home. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's a good mix. You you got some events where maybe five guys shoot under par, and you got other events where guys are shooting in the twenties. I have no problem with that. What would they do at Warwick these days? They'd shoot twenty five, probably twenty seven to thirty. Yeah, yeah. They'd... Cut would be six under, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty seven to thirty. What do you guys know about KH Lee? I know 30 years old. Obviously, he's been out there for a while, but what do you guys know about him? Well, he won this again. Yeah. He's only one of, what, three guys that have ever done it. Yeah. Including, what, Sam Sneed and Nicholas. So, you know, pretty good. Really I know he's 5'9", and he's 176 pounds, and he's 30. <laughs> <laughs> Term pro in 2010, and uh, he's from Seoul, South Korea. Yeah, I you know it's it's interesting. Twenty six under today. I think uh, everybody was saying, okay, Xander, uh, uh, Schwartzel was hot for a while. Obviously, Spieth and KH Lee kind of said, huh, oh, I'm going to take mm. this. Yeah, but the cool thing about Spieth, you know, I gave sports rap a little bad, uh, but um, it was cool. Spieth kind of approached this as a major. This was a big deal for him hometown. 
and he came through. Good for him. So that's why I think his swing is under much better control because he hyped it up. He gave himself the pressure, maybe a little intentional to see what he can do in a major. Just kind of built up to it. It was fun and, watching Justin Thomas start making a run on the front. Right. Didn't play he very good on the back. Fizzled, right. Right. But that was cool. You know, yeah. kind of bring back the I, old days of those two battling. Right. Exactly. And right. I think I think it's going to be an unbelievable major next week with somebody chiming in. And KH Lee has won before. He's got four international victories. So the guy's no slouch. It's not like this is the only place he can win. He knows how to win, and he certainly got it done this week. Right. I probably asked you this last year, and I'm sorry I'm old. I don't remember, so I'm going to ask you again. Did Did you guys like the move of the PGA? Does Does that matter to you? You know, because growing up, it was always August. And, no. You, know, that was, you don't like it? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when, when your major title sponsor, FedEx, says, we're not going to compete with the NFL, you know what you do? You move everything. <laughs> A period. Yeah. Money talks, and nobody's competing against the NFL. Yeah. Not even go. We're, we're, and we're creatures of habit. I mean, we're so used to it being in August. I mean, now that I think about it, it's not a bad idea. I mean, if you take a step back, not being the creature of habit, you're like, okay, you got April, you got May, and then boom, boom, you got, you know, the other big two. So it's not a bad thing. I mean, because there was in the past, there was that big hole. I get it, but I guess that creature of habit in me kind of misses it in August. Am I off base and said, this is wide open next week. And I think that's, what's so exciting to me. Right. I think, I think so. Yeah. It's hilly. It's going to be hot. Um, I, I, you know, and tigers chirped a few things. It's kind of cool. It's like, he's feeling pretty good. Obviously making the cut of the gas Augusta gave him a lot of gas in the tank and, and he's just gotten better and maybe walking a little better. And that it's going to be kind of a cool, PGA, I think. Hey, what do you guys think is more interesting or more surprising that Tiger is playing or that Phil is not playing? Tiger's playing. Yeah. The Phil thing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't really expect Phil to be playing. I don't think he'll play the rest of the year, to be honest. I was surprised when the news came out a few weeks ago that that he even, you know, did the entering of it. I, I There's so much more to this than I think it's the protocol. I, I think we know that. Yeah. It, I, I wonder if he got his money case. back in that entry fee. I wonder if he needs that money back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, think the entry was $40 million, though, BC. Uh, no, but you know what? It, that's a relative number again. You know, you make it, you make it's a relative number. I mean, if you make $100 million, $40 million, I guess, is yeah, that's a substantial. I, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. We've all heard, you guys probably more so than me, but we've all heard these things about Phil. Gosh, this has been out there for 20 years. Yep. That he's got some kind of gambling addiction that, you know, oh, oh, this guy's mad at him. This bookie's mad at him. You know, whether it's real or not it is inconsequential. But now that it's out there, how much of a problem is this moving forward? Well, I'm, I'm not going to address it as much as the sports writer at the Rocket Mortgage addressed it last year. So... It's not to me. It's a non-issue. I, you know what? What you do off the golf course isn't my concern. What what Tiger did, or what anybody else did, or what I do off the golf course, it's not a concern of the game of golf. What's he doing in the game of golf that I care about? And I think he's still in a good place for the game of golf. Well and he hasn't come back to it because he doesn't feel like he can contribute. I really believe that. Hmm. Well, he hasn't played competitive golf in over three months. So what says he's going to come out and just play in the PGA? And and you know, deal with all the media and all that crazy stuff. It would be a complete 
distraction, I think, on, on his part to be there and try to compete. And Jordan, I, I think you make, does he ever come back? Like, I, oh, I, yeah. I don't, you think so? Yeah. I, well, everybody pushed Tiger out. I mean, Phil's got a way better chance of coming back than, than Tiger did. I mean, the guy almost died. And uh, Tiger's always coming back. And, and Phil's like Tiger. He's coming back. He'll come back when he wants to come back or when he's ready. This is different than an injury essay, though. This is For a sure. different For sure. deal, and we don't know the deal. Because, yes. I mean, to me, a good friend of mine said down in Florida says, somebody is really screwing up his damage control here. Someone needs to put a halt to his damage control. Does that mean him stepping out and answering some questions? Maybe, but he's not ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Mike Fay, let us know what's going on in the LPGA uh, coming up. Uh, special guest at 730, the head coach at Michigan State. Yeah. Guy that we've talked to before. Uh, Casey will be joining us at uh, about 730. And, of course, uh, before we even got started, there was some yelling and screaming and going back and forth about the POW. So we can't forget <laughs> that as well. Don't go anywhere. So glad you could join us. We are from the beautiful and historic DGC, home of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, which will be back here July 28th this year, as we will be spin on golf on 760 WJR. All right. Welcome back. So glad you could join us. Uh, It is spin on golf here on 760 WJR live at the DGC. I keep forgetting we're still on something when we're not on. Yes. We're getting sloppier every week, guys. Come on. Let's tighten it up. all about that. Yeah. Some of our our conversations were uh, fun during the break. Uh, Yeah. Kind of like the fun between alleged at least the, the article that I read had uh, Grady and Greg Norman as old friends. And then I read somewhere else, no, they've never been old friends. And I'll tell you what, the little argument that they had, it, that didn't come across as old friends, and I'll it leave was, it at that. Wow. It was hot. That Twitter feed. It was hot. <laughs> oh, Jordan must have just seen it. No, 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 I didn't see it. I just oh, yeah. It, it, was, oh, it, was, a good it was unbelievable. Yeah, it they was, were. They it were. was, I tell you what, it wasn't a dagger. It was like a major butcher knife right to the heart. Jordan, the best way to put it is multiple Aussies were saying you were the guy everybody looked up to. Um, you can go someplace where it's really hot, 365 days a year. It's the best <laughs> way to say it, the PG version. It is a good version. Uh, it, it, and it was, I mean, it was, you know, and one of the things we were talking about is, is Greg Norman really doing this for Greg Norman? Is this all about Greg Norman? Is this all about some vendetta against the PGA? I don't know the answer. PGA but Tour. PGA yeah, Tour. PGA Tour. My, my apologies. Right. Um, but I'll tell you this much. Boy, everybody in Australia seems to think so. How does somebody... How does somebody go to a certain entity with zillions of endless dollars and say, hey, listen, I am really pissed off. Will you help me? Because I'm really pissed off. Let's go after the PGA Tour. And I want to stick it to them. I, do you go down that road with somebody? No. no. I don't I don't know. No. I, do you I think mean, that that was the intention, though? I don't know if that's the actual intention. No. I think it's just kind of getting there because nobody's getting what they want. And they're trying to push and pull and push and pull. And. And right now, there's a lot of pushing. Yeah, the PGA Tour certainly took a line in the sand for the well, first. Well, they denied. Event. They denied, right? They denied, they denied. everybody the, the right to get the release for for the first event. And and that is in, that was overseas, so it wasn't like it was an opposing 
in America, North America event. So the PGA Tour has definitely drawn a line in the sand and said, nope. Okay. So is that going to be a line that you think will stick, BC? You said there's some people involved that, 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 (laughs) you know, if that's the case, and let's say player X wants to go play over there, are they ever going to be allowed back? I don't know. Do they lose membership? Is there a two-year suspension? Jordan, it's funny you you read my. I mean, are are you suspended for like Mike Fay the next month? Right. You you can't play on the tour for the Mm -hmm. next month. You're done for the rest of the year. What are the consequences going to be? I think that's the gazillion dollar question. Or is it like the NHL where you just get fined for sticking a guy in the face five grand? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. Something to kill you. But yeah, exactly. That's the unknown question, and I, you know. I know they know the answer to it, but they haven't come out and publicly said it. I don't know if they know the answer yet. Well, I don't think they've ever had to go down this road, but they certainly better be on. I would think they are on the forefront of this or they're ahead of the curve and they're addressing it. But I, I, I don't know. I don't now at this point, is it a bickering match? Is it really the game of golf again, being hurt by this overall? We're even bringing it up. I can tell you, I can tell you how the game is being hurt. Who the heck would let in a guy, yeah, uh, for a USGA qualifier, uh, as punishment for a fantasy football league, yeah, who shoots 40 over and 112, and you get the play by play of each shot that he hits? How does this guy get into a qualifier? I mean, are you kidding me? He declared himself a professional. Bing, done. You're he in. declared himself a professional. It's, a, it's an amateur right. qualifier, or, or he qualifies as an amateur for the U.S. Open. No, he, he entered no, as a professional. As a professional. Yeah, so oh, you don't have he to. Did, you don't, did you don't he have right. to. You don't have to produce a stroke index or a, a handicap or right. again whatever. But I, I had it happen to me at the orchards. I had it happen. I picked up the guy's ball on eighteen. The guy was about. 15 over, and I went, pitched the ball right in the water and said, you're done. Did you, you really? You ain't playing with me in the back nine, pal. You're so, done. He's wearing red done. parachute pants. Was that so a giveaway? <laughs> the old curmudgeon had enough, and I wasn't even a curmudgeon back then. There it is. I knew it was this guy posts a tweet here. He goes, hey, I played at the U.S. Open local qualifier today. Teed off on the first hole. One of my playing partners wasn't there. I guess he wasn't showing. Oh, wait a minute. Get the word he's on the wrong tee. He finally arrives, comes over the 10th hole, hits tee shot, 10 feet. Oops, five over after two holes. His caddy looks at us and goes, we are so sorry. Oh, he no, lost his no. fantasy football bet. His punishment was to play. I mean, I've been there too. I played with a guy in a, in a Canadian Open or Canadian something qualifier, and the guy was not going to break 120. And I looked at him, I said, are you serious? And it's not, I'm not fun. Yeah, I'm not so nice when it comes to that. We got to take a break. Our, our guest is uh, waiting on us right now. Uh, we will be joined by the head coach up in Michigan State, Casey Lubin, in a minute. Uh, Mike Fay, not only does he have the LPGA uh, roundup for us, but he had an interesting question about looking ahead to next week as well. Uh, yes, the second major of the year, the PGA. We'll be talking about it right here on Spin on Golf. We are live from the Beautiful DGC. So glad you could join us on 760 
WJR. Keep it down. Well, so glad you can join us on a Sunday night. Spin on golf here from the DGC, home of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, 760 WJR. Of course, WJR, the home of the Spartans. So we're very, very pleased to be talking uh, to this fine gentleman. The Spartans seated number seven in the Bryan, Texas Regional. I Brian, Texas just sounds like 105 degrees with 200% humidity, but this guy might know a little something about it. He is the head coach of the Spartans. Go green. Casey Lubin, kindly joining us here on 760 WJR. How are you, coach? I'm fantastic, guys. How are you? Uh, how hot is it in Brian, Texas? Yeah, it's hot. Scorching hot. Uh, 98 with very high humidity today. Uh, going to get 100 on Wednesday. So we keep ducking our uh, bucket hats in the ice cooler and putting them over our heads. Um, but it's better than being really cold, I guess. So we'll uh, we'll just deal with it. That's your type of weather, isn't oh, it, BC? Saw, that's awesome. That ball cooks at that temperature. That ball just goes <laughs> F-A-R. And don't worry about it. The only problem is stopping it when it's going that fast. But, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, and I got a couple text messages from a couple coaches saying, Condition suspect. So Casey said, I mean, his, his, his text message was perfect. Good for us. I mean, and I, and I agree with them. I think they're going to do well this week. I got a question for my, my roomie there, Casey. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you guys got there, uh, how this goes down. I mean, it's, it's pretty good to just get there. Yeah. Um, let our listeners know about what this is all about. Yeah, so the regional, uh, you know, I think it's an expectation of our program, and I think most elite programs expect to get here every year. But, you know, this starts in August and goes all the way through to selection show May 4th. Um, you know, this year we were in the 30s, 20s, 30s most of the year. We lost Pyatt for a couple of weeks and it fell to about 40, but just making it's a big deal. Think about the programs this year that we have such high respect for, Alabama, Baylor, USC, UCLA, um, there's a couple more on that list. Six or seven of the best programs in the history of college golf didn't make it to the regionals this year uh, just because the men's side is getting so deep. So we're obviously honored to make uh, six of the last seven as a team. And uh, But it's time for us to take that next step now. And with the 13 teams here, finish fifth or better and get to the Nationals and uh, Scottsdale next week. So one more thing, I think people don't realize, like if you're in the top 100 in the country, you have a really, really strong golf team. And, you know, I think that target number is probably top 60. And correct me if I'm wrong to, to think that you're safe, but you do have to have a, a, a above 500 record. Yeah. Um, explain that. So because you guys were automatic bids, you didn't just have to win the Big Ten, even though you missed by a shot. But is that kind of the magic number to, 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 that you look at? Yeah, the number actually this year, Joe, was higher than we'd seen it in about seven years. I think the magic number was 67 when it was all said and done because five of those teams that were inside the number did not qualify because they weren't above 500. So after the Big Tens, our record was 101 and 38. Um, now, some of that speaks to our schedule being a little weaker maybe than some of the top teams, but you've got to balance that as a coach. You're trying to play the best the country has to offer. But, boy, if you're going to be ranked high, you better finish at least one win over 500. Uh, University of Iowa has been a good program, and they finished, like, 41 and 65 this year. So that And they were ranked what in the country? 
they were right right near the number. They were 68 going into yeah. the Big Ten Championship. So it's the hardest part of the job, uh, no doubt, is putting a schedule together that balances academics, balances travel, balances all these things, competitiveness versus having to to get wins. Um, it's tough, and I feel like this group would have got through on no matter how badly I messed up the schedule because they were pretty good, but uh, <laughs> it nice that it worked out just like this. Well, they got three weeks off, didn't they? Yeah, well, they had more than that. They had five weeks as we were getting ready for the Masters. And uh, so then we restarted and kind of went on a run there, went to Penn State, Ohio State, Big Tens, and then we're home for about five days before we left for this nine-day trip. So these guys are road warriors. Um, we're staying in the 12th best hotel in Texas this week, so at least they got a nice place to stay for the last uh, four nights here. Spartan head coach Casey Lumen uh, kindly joining us here on spin on golf coach. I want to go back to, to something that you said. I, I know you're looking ahead and you're focused on, uh, you know, uh, Brian and, and beyond, but for a moment, can you look back at the progress this program has made? Because I, I, I saw an interest, interesting quote from you in the release that not that long ago, you know, it was a stretch to even think about getting in the NCAAs. And now uh, you guys have become a mainstay. Have you taken a moment to take that in and, see how far you guys have come as a program? Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I think Dan and I do some of that. Dan Ellis, our associate head coach. The problem is we got this Pyatt kid on our team who, he, you know, he's never satisfied. So um, <laughs> we got to balance the continual drive forward, but also with appreciation. When I got here 11 years ago, we were 198th in the country. We didn't have the best facilities. We didn't have a lot of money in our bank account. Um, and, you know, to, to watch – incredible young people grow this program, Sam Weatherheads and, you know, Mitch Rutledge's and you start here and you just keep inching. And I remember that first time we made the NCAA tournament, we celebrated like crazy. And then this year, you know, they announced it on golf channel and everybody just kind of like, woo, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that's, that's also something we're extremely proud of, you know, and now if we were to finish sixth this week and just miss, that would be our best finish in NCAA regional history. And I know there's zero people in this program who are going to be satisfied. Um, our three guy, August Mikoff, uh, he's um, on fire right now. Like that drive comes from everybody. And James Pyatt's a big part of that, right? James is the one who taught these guys to dream big. And now they're all stepping up too. Um, when the fourth hole today or fifth hole, I think it is, par five, the group in front of us was 384 yards away, so we told August to go ahead and hit, and he two-bounced it into a kid's leg. Um, you know, so watching the talent across the board mixed with this, uh, you know, they're just great humans. Uh, after 11 years, I'm proud of the job we've done. I would say that um, a lot of the kudos go to Casey and Dan for building the program kind of through the Midwest, right, Casey? I mean, you've got uh, – um, uh, your three men, as you mentioned, from from Canada, but pretty much Casey builds his program from the state of Michigan. So uh, kudos to you for doing that. But like you said, uh, James Pyatt uh, kept it going with the Sam Weatherheads behind him, and they changed the culture. I mean, they really changed the culture. You had the you had the Michigan Open champion. You have the U.S. Amateur champion. I mean, that's some pretty high cotton for any golf team. And you know, kudos to you and Dan for creating that. Well, thank you. Yeah, we, sure. uh, we, when we go back to James taking a chance on us, you know, we got some, some big recruits before him, but this was kind of the promise we made to him, you know, come play for us. 
don't go down south. He's played in five NCAA regionals now after this week. Um, you know, that's how it starts. He started with Mateen Cleaves in basketball and Kirk Cousins and all those guys in football. That's how your program has longevity. And, uh, you know, we have seven of our ten guys are from Michigan. We're very proud of that. Hopefully those three other guys that might be from Canada are Leafs fans. <laughs> You know, I don't know if he's a Leafs fan. I know he's a goaltender, so or he's a a goalie, so he's a little crazy. But you know. yeah, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, case uh, the weather looks okay, um, no rain chances. Uh, no, just cooking, huh? Just cooking hot. Um, golf course couldn't set up any better for us. It's uh, if you've been to Karsten Creek and Stillwater, it's kind of like that. It's very demanding. <laughs> to green and then once you get on the greens you kind of got some flat a little slower a little bumpier um the aeration hasn't quite healed up so you know the only time this team gets in trouble is on very fast slopey greens um and there's going to be none of that this week so if we can handle the heat and they're drinking water now we're going to go get some uh, some brazilian steakhouse food in us here in a couple minutes but uh i couldn't be any more confident as long as we handle the heat and, you know, we don't get rattled when the wind blows on Wednesday. It's supposed to blow about 25, 30 on Wednesday. That's okay. That's okay. The heat, again, it's going to be warm heat. It's going to be like a blast furnace. It's not going to be like a cooler with a fan on you. (laughs) Yeah, they should be able to handle it, like you said. But And, and again, knowing those guys and knowing some of those guys and those personalities and their internal drive, That'll push them through. I mean, Absolutely. I you think that. about the week they've had, three days at Pine Valley. Oh. We flew to Houston and played champions yesterday. Um, you know, I feel sorry for you, Casey. It's I quite really. a life these guys yep. get to live, and I get to live <laughs> with them. So um, I think that they know that they're spoiled and, and have advantages for a reason. It's because they deserve them. They earned them. Yep. Casey, you know, uh, anything televised? Uh, we got four rounds coming up. Top, top five teams advance, right? Yeah, three rounds uh, starting tomorrow. No, no television until we get to the finals, because um, we have faces that are better suited for radio anyway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, this is this the regionals. Weird from a standpoint of it's the biggest event on your calendar to this point, but it's a qualifier, right? Yeah. You know, it's 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 really just about getting out. There's no frills. That happens next week. That's when you get the milkshakes for lunch and national TV everywhere. Um, so if we're going to elevate this program. Uh, it's time to get through one of these. And you've got your five players uh, counting four each day. And yeah. did you do you bring a sixth uh, just in case injury? We did. We, we sub yeah, in Pierce, and out. Pierce Morris, he just won the Michigan medal play last week right there at DGC. Um, so he's in the sixth spot. He'll be here in case uh, anyone is struggling or injured or having trouble with the heat. He'll be on ready alert. Yeah, but you can him put at, him in. You, you can put him in, in and out though, right from day to day, if you'd like. Yeah, after right? every round, you can make a substitution if needed. I see Pierce's name on a Michigan M call. I'm like, what, what, what? You didn't get to go, but out, out there? And he went, like, yeah. no. Well, luckily no. he made it through. So he, was he a, made it through. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a proud guy. Uh, <laughs> right. It's pretty cool when your six guy wins the wins the Michigan medal play. I mean, that speaks to a lot of things, and. Uh, we're proud of him too. That's one more trophy for the uh, for the squad this season. Yep, he's in a good frame of mind. I can guarantee you that. Having saw him at the uh, at the medal play there, Coach. Where can people follow along? NCA site. I'm sure you guys will be doing some social media. Where's the best place to keep tabs on how you guys are shooting? 
Gulfstat.com has live okay. scoring of all the regionals uh, hole by hole uh, starting tomorrow about 8, uh, well, 9.25 your time. Uh, Gulfstat.com has all the regionals. So you kind of see what's going on with the other Big Ten teams. And, and um, you know, uh, we try not to look at it as much as you guys should because it stresses us out, good or bad. <laughs> so you guys take do, take a look for me and then text me if I need to know something. Can we I always had a rule. I always had a rule. Go ahead, BC. The other close Big Ten team isn't there or isn't in a regional? Go green. Uh, White? <laughs> uh, no comment here on that. That's all I, I, always, I always had a rule with golf stat. I, I was told Bruce, uh, I wouldn't look at it until about the 12th or 13th hole after yeah. the first round, especially on a 36-hole day. But then once you get on it, then it's nonstop. <laughs> Yeah, it, I understand the anxiety parents and, and family members have at home watching. So uh, my job is to be emotionally present. If I'm worried about somebody making a double bogey on the last hole and I'm here with a different student, uh, I'm not very, I don't have a good poker face. So I let Dan, I let Dan keep me posted all day and uh, hopefully we'll have some good news for you guys on Wednesday. I'll have the play-by-play -play from one of the players, of course, text messaging. So, Mr. Pyatt, sure Mr. Pyatt will keep me very informed. But Well, we wish you nothing but the best, Coach. Uh, we certainly will be uh, following. Enjoy the Brazilian Steakhouse. Boy, those places are just oh, so solid. so good. They are so darn solid. I might just fly down there just for that. That sounds yeah, good to me. Go. Most importantly, uh, continued success to you guys, Coach. Really appreciate the time. Well, Thank Case. you. Good to be with you. All right, Casey Lubin, uh, we'll definitely check back in with him and the Spartans uh, and drop a go green, go white to be sure. It's a sure. big deal. Oh, it's a huge mm -hmm. deal. Absolutely. Like you said, seven of ten guys from the state of Michigan playing. And then the regionals, again, it's the next step, like he said, progression. You know, it didn't start with James. It started before James. Now it's rolling. It's rolling. You got, you got Brad won the Michigan Open. You got – Goofball Pierce won the uh, Michigan medal play. I mean, it's pretty strong stuff going on. No yeah. doubt about that. All right, uh, one more segment to go. Uh, Mike Faye's going to be a busy guy. He has a great question about next week. Uh, a look at the LPGA, the punk of the week. Don't you go anywhere. Live from the DGC right here on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back in. So glad you can join us. Uh, really looking forward to the Rocket Mortgage Classic, of course, uh, July 28th this year. And uh, we'll be out here. Uh, so glad to be with these guys. We'll be out here taking you up to that. And, of course, on that championship Sunday, always such a fun day out here. But first things first, as I promised, uh, Mike Fay, what is going on on the LPGA Tour? Yes, the Founders Cup, which honors the 13 founding members of the LPGA Tour, uh, was played over at Upper Montclair in Clifton, New Jersey. So you have to say it like that for everybody that likes hockey because that's how they say it. Oh, yeah, the devils. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Australia's Minji Lee, who is the LPGA scoring leader for the season. The was also leader yes, the, uh, the, the Right, the Vare. Yes. She's leading it. She won finally. She has not won this year yet. Shot 19 under in dramatic fashion over Lexi Thompson. Now, Lexi played really good, and she's starting to play good. We're here in the mountain climber. Yeah. So this is going to be fun this season. She the was at 17 climber. under. Yeah, that's right. Do-do-do-do-do. Yodi-yodi. Yodi-yodi. Exactly. We are playing much Price better. Price is right. Golfing. 
Price yeah. is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. That, that's correct. That's, that's great. Above. Price is right. That's right. Playing good. Uh, Sagstrom played really good in the first round, but she finished with a 72 or tied third. Um, let's see. Notables. Megan Kang played good really uh, you know, like last week, she played really well. She, she's played good two weeks in a row. Lady Co was in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did not see our favorite nine. playing this week. So Miss Tabitana Kit. No play? see her in the list. Mm. So that's all I have for the LPGA How about the Champions Tour? Tour. Champions Stricker. Tour, Mr. I mean, Stricker making it happen. This guy, Ryder Cup, boom, gone. Hospital. Some unknown virus. Don't know. He's in. He's out. He's in. He's out. I mean, so I'm in January down in Naples. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And he, he looked, didn't look weak, but he looked a little more frail than last time I saw him. And win today. Yes. So good, for him. good for Six him. Six shots. Yeah, he put the pedal down, baby. It's pretty interesting how those guys come off regular tour schedule and they're kind of turn their 50 or maybe they're 51, 52. And they just always finish in that top 10 because they're so dominant compared to the other guys. You know, you still get longer and a couple other guys that, that do their thing. But remember how dominant Jimenez was? Yeah. Yeah. And now he's, I know he T3 this week. Great job. But he seems to have dropped a little bit. Um, well, you'll yeah. see when you turn 55 what happens. You'll see. You'll see. It's just like, oh, I can compete on both these things. I can compete with the big boys, and then I can go and play with the other guys. Best years of my life, those years. And then all of a sudden you go, oh. It's like the backwards skills. mountain climber. Yeah. Whoop, the backwards. Whoop, doing the Kwame. That's right. <laughs> You're going backwards. Jeez. You had a great question. Before we get to uh, the punk of the week, you had a great question about next week. We did. We were discussing uh, which player of last year's top 10 do you think is going to play the best this year? Marco. So In the PGA. In the PGA. So just reminder, okay. uh, defending champion Phil Mickelson not playing. Right. Uh, Ustazen tied second, Kapka tied second, uh, Lowry tied fourth after a brilliant 69, mm. uh, Patrick Harrington, Harry Higgs, Paul Casey, Answer, Justin Rose, Morikawa, Rahm, Zelatoris, Scheffler, Finau, and Fowler, you say it wasn't playing, uh, Streelman, and that's it. So what do you wow. think? Who's against, gonna play the best? How do you bet? I'll go against, with Colin. How do you yeah. bet against Scheffler? Morikawa? Morikawa are you, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. How do you bet against Scheffler? I know. Uh, Jordan, who you got? Um, uneven lies. Remember um, uneven lies. I, I like Oost Tyson. I don't think he hits it high enough for that place. You might be what do you right. think? Good putter? Great putter. Gotta be a good putter, right? Be, yeah, the, the major. And um, it's leading into our POW here, this major. Oh, but, boy. Um, nice segue, boys. I've got yeah. a POW. Jeez. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I think it's going to be a high ball hitter. And I'm man, I can't go against Scheffler. He's a high ball hitter on even mm-hmm. lies. Mm-hmm. Did really well at Augusta on even lies. Yadi, I'm going Scheffler. All right. Because Westwood's out. Is Alatoris going to play good? I don't know. I like I him. don't know. I don't know what. His deal is, I, I don't know. I don't know. We have a couple minutes left, so do we have two POWs? Did I hear you say, Jordan, you have one as well? I have one, and it's not hockey-related. It is actually practice area-related. Oh. I'm out in the morning yesterday with some 
students and I walk on the green and some POW or maybe we call them the POS. Thank you. Put, put <laughs> all of his chew and oh, his spits, which are sunflower seeds, all around the holes. Uh, oh, this is the area. second time. Come on. This that? has happened. Second Who time. does that? And it I'm going to bust this Number dude, one is sick. Number one is yep. disrespectful. And it's like just littering all over the place. So that's my is? POS of the week, oh, not no. POW. So I if you're listening, if you're out there listening, keep your spits in your mouth or put them out in the woods somewhere. Thank right. you. So the POW, I'm a little ashamed to say, is I would think right now in the state of Michigan, the leader in golf is the Golf Association of Michigan. Okay. It is not the PGA of America. Nothing against the Michigan PGA. They're great. They do a great job. Tournament schedule. Everything great, 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 great. Promotion of the game is led by the PG or the GAM right now. I'm just saying that. Unbelievable experience I had with uh, the GAM a week ago, Wednesday, in their annual meeting. Unbelievable. Learned a lot about turf grass, by the way. But a great meeting. So the text that we got this evening about the prices at the PGA. Yes. An yes. $18 beer. Uh-huh. Really? Who's really greedy and who is the POW? Oh, but the transfusions are only $19. <laughs> I mean, really? Let's grow the game. Hurrah. Mike Parsons, thank you. Jason Fistler, Nick Roddy, uh, Jeff Marshall, as always, Mike Faye, BC, Jordan Young. For everybody, I'm Sean Belegian saying until next week when we are talking about the PGA Championship, you're listening to Spin on Golf on 760 